Hey there, thanks for tuning in to Something New Every Week with your host, me, Jason Group. Each week I'm going to give you something new that's happening in our photographic world, just some great conversations with my friends, and what's going on right now. Something New Every Week is sponsored by Miller's Lab. Miller's Professional Imaging is the largest professional lab organization in the United States. They provide professional prints and press products for professional photographers in all 50 states and Canada. And they're just a great company. If you don't know them, go check them out, millerslab.com. Something new every week begins this week with two brand new friends that I've made, and I have a feeling we're going to be much, we're going to be very close friends. Uh, recommended by Christine Tremule, who was last week's or a couple weeks ago's episode, said, "When Christine says I need to talk to someone, that means I need to talk to some people." So, first of all, I'm going to start with Harshit, who is the founder of Aftershoot, based in India. And his partner and also a wedding photographer, Justin Benson, who's based in Connecticut. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks, Jason. Nice to meet you. Thank you for having us, Jason. All of a sudden, they're a little shy. It's good. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So Christine wanted to talk to me. So Justin, actually, I want to start with you. So you're a wedding photographer. Just give us a little bit of, give us your story, uh, you know, you as a photographer. Yeah, so uh, I've been doing uh, wedding photography for about 10 years now. Um, I kind of just scaled it up one after another after another, and uh, I kind of got to the point where I was doing 60, 70 weddings a year. Uh, So full schedule, lots going on. Um, And uh, yeah, so I love love what I do. Uh, And then I had just found Harshit actually through the internet, Mm. and and he was doing this thing that I said, that's going to change my life, right? That's the thing I want to be a part of. <laughs> I love I love doing what I do. I love all my wedding photography, you know, my clients. I love being at weddings, dancing, having fun. Uh, you know, it's always a great atmosphere. Uh, uh-huh. But it's that back-end work that really, uh, you know, makes everybody sad, I think, about wedding photography. Well, Who wants yeah. thousands of images, right? Right, right. right. And so how many years have you been shooting weddings? Uh, Ten years. Ten years, Okay. And uh, I know that shooting in the Northeast is is fun and challenging and beautiful at the same time. Um, can be difficult. Are you are you mainly shooting weddings in the in the Connecticut area? Or are you kind of all over the place? Uh, yeah, mainly Connecticut. We'll do a little bit of traveling. Sometimes New York City, you know, yeah. out to Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, we went. We'll go out to like Texas if, it, if that mm-hmm. was the furthest we've gone. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, yeah, summer Connecticut and summer. Massachusetts, Connecticut, New England weddings are, were always my favorite. And as, as we were talking, I grew up in Rockland County, which is not too far from where, from where you, where you are. And, uh, um, those late summer weddings can be, uh, so, so pretty. There's nothing like it anywhere. So, um, it sounds like you met Harshit by, and this is always the origin story, right? You have a problem, right? You have thousands of weddings to deal with, thousands of weddings to deal with, thousands of images to deal with, and culling, and and and, and I'm just going to be totally honest. I looked at your website and went, whoa, this is a game changer. I don't really understand it, but you guys have come up with a system in a way to to call and edit images. But before we get there, actually, Harshit, I want you to introduce yourself first. So let's, let's, let's back up. I'm so excited that I, <laughs> I, I, that I want to hear about this, but we need to do this properly. So Harshit, tell us a little bit about yourself. 
Sure. So, yeah, not a typical photographer per se, but uh, yeah, you can call me a photography enthusiast. <laughs> okay. I have two friends who are photographers, right? But yeah, I mean, as an engineer, right, I'm an engineer by trade, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, I mean, I'm always looking at optimizing things, or, like I can like make. So, I'll rather write uh, uh, an automation script that takes me one hour rather than do a job that will take me five minutes I'm doing, if I'm doing it manually. So, that's <laughs> the kind of guy I am. It's counterintuitive for photographers to do something like that. But okay, go ahead. (laughs) I mean, photographers are doing curling manually. So, (laughs) right. Up until this time, right? So, yeah, I mean, but again, so yeah, that's the kind of person I am, right? So, yeah, I started working off to shoot back in 2019, right? So, yeah, that's uh, again, as I mentioned, I have a few friends who are photographers. So, I like noticed this problem, the pattern across like every photographer that I knew that, hey, this is something that has been done manually. And there's some pattern over here, right? This is something that again, like so. Whenever I so whenever I find a pattern, if something has a pattern, that can be automated. That's that's how my mind works. Okay. Right. So yeah, I figured like, yeah, there's something that could be automated. Then I started like doing some more market research around it, right? So as as like creating a startup, I mean, this was my first time building a startup from scratch. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. So I figured that hey, let's not automate everything and not jump directly into code let's start some market research around this let's see if people are willing to like use this or if it's that big of a problem that people are willing to not just use but pay for it okay so well let's back up wait, wait 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 just yeah. back up a little bit i want to know about you first i i, I we're okay. going to know all about after shoot <laughs> in a second i want to know about you so it sounds like you're an engineer you yeah. are you're a young guy family t- i want to hear the f- all the other stuff first sure yeah like <laughs> uh sure sure for sure right so like uh, circling back a little bit so i completed my college not very long ago in 2017 uh-huh. right and yeah so during my college days uh, i was like all into like uh, computer and tech i like actually built a few uh, apps actually sold them right they were paid apps right? okay so fortunately like my college fees were paid by my apps that i built Right on. Okay, that's the stuff I yeah, want to hear. Right on. Okay. Yeah. So I like I work like uh, like uh, during my college days I worked with like a few internships. Right. Like uh, so there's this program by Google called Google uh, Summer of Code. Right. So like essentially Google pays you to work on a few open source uh, applications. I, I worked with them. Right. Uh, then there's also like a certification by Google. Right. Wherein <clears throat> what they do is they sort of like a uh, conduct a. Uh, uh, an examination where they like uh, identify the best Android developers all across the globe, and I was one of the first person to like complete and clear that test. And actually, people from Mountain View they flew over to my place, and they did like whole uh, video recording on me and my background and all those things. And uh, yeah, like so a bunch of things. I've been like very active in the tech scene uh, since my college days. Okay. Yeah. Post my college, I actually like uh, worked at a tech startup uh, in New Delhi. Right. Uh, it was around EdTech. So, yeah, like things that I've learned, imparting them to uh, the next generation of uh, coders, <laughs> so mm. to speak. Right. So I was a teacher and uh, a developer, Android developer with them for two years. And during that time, I got uh, into AI, right? So uh, started building like apps using AI right, and whatnot, right? So I'm building small, smart, smart apps, right? So like while I was building it, I sort of like started like a few blogs, writing a few blogs around it, right, on Medium and a bunch of other places. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I was very much into like not just like learning new things, but also sharing those learnings with other people. Right. So I really enjoyed doing that. So yeah, worked with them for two years, then uh, left my job in uh, early 2019 and uh, started figuring out what's next. And uh, yeah. And this is what's next. what's next. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I, but before we go into after shoot, 
Um, the AI thing in, in our industry, and, and, and it is the future for everything photography. And my, my experience with it this year is I've been doing some sports, some volume sports. So like some team photos and leagues and, and stuff like that. And the AI that I've been using is with a company called Photo Day where you upload your galleries and you went at the shoot itself. I take a picture of the kid and I add that to, uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting it backwards a little bit. So I take photos on the phone and I, and I, and I tag them as I take their picture. So when I upload their gallery of photos, it uses that image and matches them to their own individual gallery. And it works flawlessly as far as, as that's concerned. And I've seen some other stuff that's using AI as far as matching people into different folders and stuff like that. But what you guys are doing is, is totally different. And it, and it is, it is what's amazing to me is, you know, this technology. And I think it just keeps getting better every year. So now I'm going to let you talk about it. So Justin, <laughs> but before we get there, Justin, I want you to tell me how you guys connected with each other and discuss the problems that you were having. That's how I want to hear about it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, so I believe it was actually a Facebook group. There was a post mm-hmm. and uh, they had just said, hey, there's some guy from MIT who's reached out to me and he's looking for uh, some research and, you, you know, stuff the about the MIT part, Harsh. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, he didn't, even, <laughs> he didn't even put that in there. Yeah. I mean, I don't like bragging a lot, but I did like the summer course of the MIT. Right? It's a uh, podcast. It We're supposed to brag. <laughs> <laughs> it was around entrepreneurship and how to like build scalable businesses, right? So I did a course with them like uh, back in uh, 2018 summer, right? Uh, and uh, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, so, I'm so, sorry. So Justin, MIT go ahead. I'm guy, sorry. This MIT guy is looking for, for some feedback. Um, from photographers about, you know, the possibility of, of uh, assisting you with culling. And instantly I said, I have to, I have to talk to this guy, mm. whatever it takes. I need to be involved. I hate culling. Mm-hmm. I like not culling. <laughs> That's as it's simple the as worst. it can be. It's the yeah. worst. Yes. So, uh, so I reached out and he was very nice. He wanted to set up a call. Uh, so we set up a call and he just kind of, again, it wasn't, there wasn't, it was just an idea. Uh-huh. Um, and so this, this idea, I instantly saw the, the future of it. I said, Hey, we can do X, Y, and Z and it can be more proficient. It can do X, Y, and Z for us. And, you know, there's so many things that we can look at. Um, and my mind just started running. I don't think I slept that night. I think I, you know, I was just like, how can, how many different things can we, we do that this software can do for us? Hmm. How much can we expand this? How many different ways can we look at photographs in a pattern? Because like it or not, you know, it is an artistic thing, but culling is just a pattern. Right. It's very yeah. much so a pattern. And let's, and let's get to that culling part. So like the culling thing has been, you know, it's the first, for those of you who don't know what culling is, if you're a wedding photographer or you shoot an event that you have thousands of images there needs to be a process in the way that you get those images down. So typically a wedding photographer these days, and Justin, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Typically, I would say it's between two and 4,000 images for an eight, nine hour day, right? Am I in the right ballpark? That's, yep. that's around what it seems to be these days 
when I was shooting weddings 10 years ago, I was probably at about 1500. But if you have a second shooter, that number can jump even more, right? Or a third shooter for that matter. So there needs to be a process of, of getting that into a digestible format in a gallery that you can share with your clients. And typically, in my experience, and, and again, Justin, correct me if you're wrong, and, and there's, it, it varies wildly. I always wanted to get it down between 500 to max a thousand images at best. Four to 500 was the sweet spot in my world, but everybody does a little bit different, but you cannot hand 6,000 images to a client. I don't care where you're at. And a lot of it, let's say there's 6,000 images, a thousand of them are easy to throw away, but it's the 10 images that are the same or that there needs to be a process for you to do that. And the way that I learned over the years is basically you sit down, you turn some music on, grab a cup of coffee, <laughs> use Lightroom or Bridge, whatever it is. And it's a yes or a photo mechanic I used for a long time too. And it was yes or no. Yes, yes, yep. yes. No, 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 no. And you just do it. And it has to be like that. Yep. Um, mentally taxing. is. The it right is word. mentally taxing. I could only do it for about a half an hour at a time. And it usually would take me about two or three hours to do that process. Yep. Okay. So there's the problem, right? There's a problem that you guys are looking at and you were, you were looking to solve. So you talk, you're talking to Harshit and. And then, uh, yeah. And then, and then it went from there. I think, uh, he, he got back to me a couple of times. We, we talked on and off a few times, uh, about what it should do. And then he sent me the first iteration that he came up with. <laughs> How about that? Uh, he, he laughs. Um, I personally like to think that I possibly saved the entire future of AI culling with one email. Um, so he had sent me. I love uh, this. <laughs> he sent me the first iteration of the app, um, and it was not good. That's the the nicest way to put it. It it didn't do nearly what it we thought it would do. Um, okay. So I wrote a very inspiring 500-page email to him about how we could fix the problems we had. Right on. Uh, no, no, it was a positive critique, right? I, uh -huh. I think I started the email by saying, I absolutely love Aftershoot, but here yes. are the 3,000 things we need to fix before we even move forward. This sounds like a startup. Uh, of... Yeah, so, so, so it was a, a great email. We, yeah, when we get an office, well, I'm going to print it out and hang it on the wall because um, it, it, I think I think Harshit will attest to it. He was about at the point where most people were just like, no, this is impossible. Uh, so he was pretty much at the point of like, yeah, we should just give up on this before we get too far ahead. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll add on to that. Like, first thing, so I don't think Justin, that'll fit on a single page for us to frame that. <laughs> 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 I love it. But yeah, to that, yes. So what happened was I actually reached out like fought. So again, uh, again, I mean, as typical like outbound emails go, I was doing this manually. I was sending like 150 odd emails every single day. I did that for one month, Oof. believe it or not. And I looked look for people on expertise and a bunch of other places. And I actually went to this site to personalize every message. So someone mentioned that, hey, uh, like my kids, like superheroes, like, yeah, I mean, Spider-Man is my favorite and all whatnot. Like, so, I mean, yeah. I like personalize every message so that people don't think of this as a generic spam. Uh, spam, sorry, <laughs> they don't think of it as a generic spam, right? And yeah, I tried like uh, personalize it as much as I could, but I only heard back from like uh, what like hundred odd people. Huh. Of those hundred people, only like twenty people wanted, twenty thirty people wanted to get on a call, right? So I eventually ended up on a, like a, a thirty odd calls with different people, 
right the first call was just to like understand the workflow and what not and trying to like uh, introduce myself to them what it is that we're working on right and obviously like a uh, 3% to 4% people were like offered that hey i mean i don't think this is going to work like sure i mean yeah i take that as a positive critique that maybe it's not a good thing for you but i have like 97% of the people who are saying that this might work for them so that right. is a positive step and i'll take that of those like people only like again only 10 around 40% agreed to a follow up call right wherein uh-huh. i showed them some working of the app and what not and justin was like thankfully one of those people <laughs> <laughs> and then i finally sent out the app like to all those like 25 30 people only around five of them reverted back and justin's message was the most uh, positive message that i received <laughs> right and like again as justin correctly mentioned i was like on the edge if uh, justin was said that hey i don't think this is going to work i was like ah is this the right problem to solve is ai the right thing to do it i would probably like a uh, went back to the drawing board and tried something else and it would have taken me like a few more months before i came out with a new version of after shoot but that okay. email single handedly like it like sort of yeah uh motivated me to start working on fixing all the issues that he mentioned i still i still like uh, whenever i get like a deep motivated i i read justin's email i've screenshotted it <laughs> i like save that favorited it in my like phone's gallery so i go back to that email and look at that email that hey this is where we started from and this is where we are so yeah like like whenever i have like a uh, very like a not so motivating customer call uh-huh. that's where i go back to that's what my safe spot is <laughs> nice single handedly well, ha- saved the company like ha- i said <laughs> harsh it. let me give you let me give you a little secret um uh we're photographers and creative people are fantastic at ideas and telling you what to do follow up and execution we absolutely suck at <laughs> <laughs> he learned that first <laughs> and i mean that with all the love in my heart for all of my friends who are photographers 99% of them would agree with me we are great at the ideas and and but it's at the execution and then coming through what you guys are building here and i'm looking at your website as we're talking and it is so neat like It looks like you upload the images and then you go through and it kind of picks out the blurred image like just the fact that you can it picks out the blurred images the closed eyes a couple of other things in and of itself that's miraculous then for it to it looks like it's it's got some sliders that decide where you want to go with it and and how you want to pick images and then lots of like tools to do it and then you export the photos That's really neat. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. So so to to speak to it from a photographer standpoint, yeah. um, you know, it, it it's really cool. You drag you can drag and drop images, you know, out of all the software, the coolest part about it of all the software that's available to photographers, this one's actually de- designed by people who are not photographers. Right. Which which sounds <laughs> counterintuitive, right. right? But when I think of like so many of, you know, the other apps out there, they're not designed really beautifully. Uh, you yeah. know, these guys are developers in a developer world, mm. so they're designing this app in a way that would be something that you would, you know, present to a major software company. Um, so we're, when you open the app itself, it's just beautiful. So you can drag and drop and everything's well thought out, all the buttons, the shortcuts, everything's just placed where it should be, um, which was the first thing that, you know, made me go, "Wow." 
right? That the first time they showed us the new UI and everything, I was just like, this is not this is not my photo mechanic, right? Like photo mechanic looks like something you would run on like MS DOS or something. It's, a, <laughs> it it's the original changed, Windows, Windows <laughs> yeah. 97 or whatever it is. And then I opened this app and like, you know, at Christmas time, the after shoot logo was wearing a, a, a hat and there were snowflakes falling and, you know, it was awesome. So, so just having, you know, those little touches was amazing. But anyways, back to how great it works. So, you know, you just drag and drop the images in. Again, there's some subjectivity to it. As photographers, yeah. we don't like to let go of control. No. And I think that was one of the first things I discussed with Harshit on that email was like, hey, right. we can't let go of full control because it used to just run through your images and then you'd put them in Lightroom and you'd, you'd edit them. Uh, and I said, listen, we need like a review screen. We need to be able to change some things. Like we're too picky. We right. can let AI make some simple decisions, but we need AI to like let us tell it what to do a little bit too. Uh, otherwise, yeah. you know, letting go of full control, that's a lot. Um, yeah. So what Aftershoot does, you run your, you can drag it, drop it in, run your cull. It's going to go through and give you your selected images. It's going to pick out the blurred images, closed eyes. It's going to group all your duplicates together. Um, which I, you know, for me, my biggest problem is duplicates. duplicates. A, sure. I, I'm yeah. so, I don't want to open Photoshop if I don't have to. Sure. So I'm going to shoot five of the same image. So I make sure that no, you know, a group shot that no one's blinking. Right. So a lot right. of my excess imagery is just duplicates. Yep. And the mental time it takes to just go through and say, are they blinking? No. Are they blinking? Yes. <laughs> or no. if it's a big group, yeah. you have to like yeah. zoom in and look at each one and make sure that they're, and then, and then it's not just are they blinking? Is is there a half a blank? Is this one squinting yep. and that one's not squinting? <laughs> right. Exactly. It's it, you know, and then just thinking like bouncing back and forth between a photo of twelve people to find the the one out of the one where everyone's got the best face and all of these things. So right. that's just it's just a time consuming process. So after shoot goes through, you know, groups all those duplicates together. Um, another really cool feature we have is the sneak previews. Um, mm -hmm. which is an option that it actually runs your images through other, you know, filters mm. essentially and compares your images to images that do well on social media. What? Yeah. So it's a super cool feature. It's uh -huh. not going to give you the exact image, but mm -hmm. it's going to give you that, that zone of the image, right? So you can say, Hey, like this is the shot, but it may not be that exact shot. It may be the next one. But it can kind of tell you this composition, this lighting, this frame, this sort of thing. Like, I'll tell you, it'll pick out a lot of sunset photos because it knows that sunset <laughs> photos generally go well on social media. Sure. Uh, so so it's really huh. just it's it's innovative. It's cool. It's things that, you know, you never knew. So, mm -hmm. again, then you land on this review screen after Aftershoot does its thing. Uh, you're always going to get one of every image which is the best part right like i made sure we made sure that it wouldn't like throw away if you have a blurry shot and nothing's in focus it's not going to just throw it away because okay. we're creative we may have just focused on something you know sure that we're creatives it's not an exact <laughs> science when it comes to that point so we have a review screen it'll give you little warnings and whatnot it'll say hey this photo, there's only three of them. Every single one, the eyes are closed. Was that intentional or did you just take three photos and she blinked in all three of them? Okay. So it gives you those warnings. So there still is some user input, but again, uh -huh. it does 80 to 90% of the work. Right. Uh, and then it leaves you on this beautiful review screen. You can swap images, look at duplicates. You have a little face loop. I mean, you just have to see it. I, <laughs> I could talk about it all yeah. day. I, 
I'm in love with it. But the actual app itself, they, you know, it's just, it's beautiful. Well, you say one thing in, in as I'm looking, it's a freedom from thousands of small decisions. And that's exactly what calling is. And that, that should be your... That should be up there, by the way, up next to your logo. <laughs> Freedom from thousands of small decisions, which is what we're looking for photography-wise. And so then, all right, so give us an idea of what we're looking at as far as, can we talk pricing a little bit? Or are we at that point? Or Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so so uh, pricing is going live shortly. Okay. We have a little bit of an early bird discount out there for those who want to get in. We have our next big update releasing, which even more cool stuff is happening. Okay. Um, coming in the next update. Uh, but so we have we have three tiers. Okay. So our first tier is the free plan. This tier does everything that Photo Mechanic does, everything that some of our other competitors do. Uh-huh. Um, so it'll what it'll do is it'll automate the blurred and the blink part. So okay. you'll be able to run your images through and just have it categorize all your blinks, okay. all your blurred images. Uh, it'll still allow you to put the keywords, the star ratings. You just won't get your selected and duplicate images grouped together. Gotcha. But that's 100% free. Nice. You okay. And you, and that's you have amazing. access to it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the next tier we have up is $14.99 a month. Okay. Or you can get it on a yearly plan okay. uh, at a discounted rate. And what this is is... It allows you to have the duplicates, the selected images. It gives you all the pieces together. Unlimited amount of images for fourteen. Unlimited amount of images. Sweet. Yeah, you can okay. run it through. Uh, after shoot is really cool because you can actually rerun it, right? So in that initial screen, you can select your parameters, like you had mentioned. You can say, "Hey, like I don't mind like slightly blurry images," so you can slide that over to lenient. Uh, if you want more images, you can slide your duplicate detector to have it give you more images. Um, so you have more options to choose from, or if you want less, you can slide it down to the least. Uh, so there's customers, uh, customizability, if that's a, <laughs> that's a hard one. It is in uh, our world. So you, sure. You can really customize, you know, the, the cull to do what you want it to. And again, that was part of the design aspect of it was everyone's got a different workflow. Okay. So we want to make sure that, you know, you can rate your images as five stars or you should, uh, rate them as colors or, um, you know, those sort of things to kind of make it. In that, in that realm, customizable to each photographer. And then our last tier of pricing is actually not going to be live in the next update. Uh, the last tier is going to uh, allow us to have uh, an iPad app, hopefully down the line. Um, so it's the next step up. So we're going to have Super Cull is the first feature we're working on. So we're going to- Super Cull, I like that. Yeah. We want you to be <laughs> able to kind of just say, hey, I want- 500 images from the set or i want 10 percent of the images from all of these oh no way and cool. we'll let it it will let it run it down and again using our, our comparison to social media and all of these things to just find the images that you should be editing wait so you can tell it how many images you wanted to call it down to yeah you just said that yeah we're working on that that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's amazing coming. That's, That's amazing. <laughs> All right. So last question I have for you guys, and I, I swear I could talk about this for an hour, but um, so AI in general, maybe it's the Gen Xer in me. <laughs> what do I have to worry about privacy wise and all that nonsense? I And, and before, yeah. before I say this, I'm just going to say that since I started using it with other companies, I've had zero people ask me about it, but I'm the Gen Xer, so talk to me. 
Yeah, absolutely. So privacy is uh, privacy is one of those things that we take really, you know, it's really important mm -hmm. to us uh, because you're running your images through. Like if you're a boudoir photographer, nobody should be seeing those images but you. Okay. Um, so the cool part about AI is that it learns from things you do. So when you're in the review screen of the app, if you're changing your selections, we're getting feedback from that. So it's actually sending us a small thumbnail. It's going to send it to us and we can retrain our AI to, again, make better decisions for you down the road. It starts uh, learning what you like to do, right, right, right. what images you like to select. Now, for those who want the privacy of it, it's an easy just one click and it doesn't do that. So it'll just turn it right off. The AI won't be learning while you make those selections, but your images will stay local. So everything's done locally on your machine. There's no cloud-based anything unless you want to share those thumbnails for us to learn from your decisions. Cool. All right. Yeah. So, so you can retain your full privacy. The AI is local. So you have a small human being robotic style in your computer <laughs> doing the work. <laughs> I, I a, need as many robots in my life as possible. Yeah, that's a running joke we have. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, so we have another friend of uh, Aftershoot, and yeah, they tried Aftershoot, and they said, like, this is fast. It's also very accurate, and Justin jokingly said that hey, it's Hershit inside a computer selecting your images for you. I was asleep yeah. at that time, so he said, like, that's why he's not replying to our messages, because he's actually culling your images for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real secret. It's really Hershit that's doing it. Yeah. He's just, yeah, you're just dialed up to him. He's, he's in your computer <laughs> he's doing in, all the He's calling. in the matrix, yes. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that that is, uh, thank you so much for telling me about you guys. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit offline because I, I, you guys need to be out there. I'm excited for you. And this is a very exciting thing for wedding photographers, event photographers, and anybody who shoots a lot of images. And uh I'm here if you guys, uh, Harshit, you can email me. I'll certainly send you 500 pages of emails of requests as well. Um, <laughs> you may not, you may not want that, but thank you guys for taking the time with me today. And, um, I'll put links to this in, in the show notes. And, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys grow. I'm really, I'm really, really excited for you. Thank you. I appreciate it, Jason. Oh, Justin, your mic's off. <laughs> We made it through almost the whole episode. There you uh, are. Yeah. No, that's embarrassing. Right at the end. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for having us. And I just uh, a quick little bit, just so you guys know how cool we are. Is when you when you're in the app and you message the the help center, you're going to talk to the CEO of the company, Harshit, right or you're going to talk to me, <laughs> right the on. product manager, or you're going to talk to a developer. So right we are the people. So just message us anything. We love feedback. We love, you know, being a part of anything we can. So right. thank you again for just having us here and, and letting us talk about our baby. Yeah, you're welcome. And, and as photographers, we know that how important it is to support good people, small companies, other photographers who are helping to shape our community. And I can't stress that enough. It is such an important thing for me when I purchase something, especially industry related, uh, given my history and, you know, it is so important for me to try and find people who are, you know, trying to do great things for us and, uh, you know, make some money too, which is also good. So anyway, thank you guys again for being on this week's episode of Something New Every Week. If you guys have questions for Aftershoot, you can go to aftershoot.com and uh, I, there's a chat there someplace. They're going to answer your questions. <laughs> so thanks again, you guys. Indeed. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning into something new every week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you do enjoy these episodes, I love it. 
if you hit that subscribe button on however you're listening to this. Again, we want to thank our sponsor, Miller's Lab, millerslab.com. Great company. If you're not familiar with them, you should go check them out. Thanks again for tuning into something new every week. We will see you back here next week.